Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and <laughs> FM 1071. Hoo-ah! News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Wait till you hear what James and I were talking about off the air before we went off. Before I cracked the mic. Well, we got lots to talk about. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Well, it's going to be uh, a day of some pretty interesting TV watching. And I don't find TV watching all that interesting anymore, but today should be fun. Today we'll experience the circus of the arraignment of former President Donald J. Trump uh, on uh, 30-odd federal charges now of being in possession of uh, of uh, documents that were not classified or that were secret or whatever the hell. Uh, Joe Scarborough, who is a pimple, He's a talking pimple. Somebody should squeeze that guy and let the pus run out, okay? Get that guy's head on Dr. Pimple Popper because he's got nothing but pus up there, and he's rambling. He's doing what a lot of people on the left are doing right now in the media is that they're focusing on, well, he sold nuclear secrets. You know, are you cool with the former president, you know, being in possession of nuclear? He stole nuclear secrets. I don't know how these people get away without libel charges. I mean, I, I, I you know, if I, if I suggest that Joe Biden farted, uh, you know, I'm out there allegedly. Scarborough's out there. Hey, he sold nuclear secrets. Are you cool with that? So I suspect that it's going to play out much like the other, the first indictment out of Manhattan uh, played out with Donald Trump. I don't think he's going to do it. The cameras, uh, there's no recording equipment that's allowed in the courtroom, primarily because they don't want you to see what a bunch of bull crap it is. Uh, and I suspect Donald Trump, as he was during the first indictment, will be very serious. I, 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 I think if he sticks to that game plan, it's a, it's a good thing for him. Remember, he was very dour, very seemed very uh, focused. He didn't, he didn't uh, get in front of a microphone. Remember, they had the whole mic uh, thing set up for him, the whole shot set up for him after the arraignment. They had it set up before the arraignment, or the, before the uh, arraignment in the Manhattan case. And you know, they were just licking their chops. All these, all these hammerhead sharks in the in the in the left wing media were just licking their chops for Donald Trump to get in front of a microphone and start running his mouth, and he didn't know it. Before or after. I suspect he'll do the same thing today. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. He was rambling last night about it. So I, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but what you're going to have is uh, is quite a bit of uh, rhetoric and, and panel discussions going into it. You won't be able to see any part of it. Maybe they'll, I, I don't know if they'll release some kind of official video later on. I don't know. I'm hearing that nothing's allowed in the courtroom, so we may not even see anything at all. Uh, Meanwhile, (laughs) to put it all into stake and perspective, okay, meanwhile, uh, we have Senator Chuck Grassley out there. He's talking about this FBI document that uh, the, the, uh, uh, the oversight committee at the House was allowed to finally see because they subpoenaed it. That is the... Basically, the transcript of a of interviews with a source within the FBI, mind you, a reliable source that the FBI had been using since 2010. 
and uh, they keep a certain kind of document that is a record of what is discussed with a source uh, such as this one via the FBI. And this source, uh, as we now know, has said that uh, he or she interacted with a Burisma executive while Joe Biden was sitting vice president, and that this Burisma guy or gal uh, talked about how uh, they were being investigated by the Ukrainian government, and uh, they paid Joe Biden and Hunter Biden $10 bucks, five for each of them, uh, to make that investi- investigation going go away. I mean, if if one scintilla of that is true, Joe Biden shouldn't spend another thirty seconds in office because it's treason. You, you, you're you're buying policy. Okay, you want to talk about? Uh, I'm not saying this is good behavior, and pro- I'm, I'm sure illegal. But you want to talk about? Well, hey, you want a meeting with the president or, you know, you want your kid on the board here at this company and we'll pay a bunch of money for that. Uh, what have you is personal enrichment. But when you start talking about policy stuff, what is going on at that point is that the Oval Office via the vice presidency is up for sale. You can buy it. You can buy policy in America. Understand, okay, we ran Richard Nixon out of office, and he also faced, I believe, uh, jail time, but he was pardoned by Ford for breaking into the opposition's headquarters and stealing basically oppo research. They broke into the Watergate Hotel to get crap that he could use in the campaign. Okay. What we're talking about here, allegedly, is policy being enacted as a result of payments. That's a horse of a different color. That's a whole different level of what we're talking about here. Uh, And Grassley's out there saying, Chuck Grassley's out there saying, uh, that what we also found out from this document is that the Burisma person uh, involved in these discussions with their source, with the FBI source, is also claiming to have 17 audio recordings, 15 of which were through the main conduit, who was the the very skeezy Hunter Biden, 15 recorded conversations uh, with Hunter Biden and two with then-Vice President Joe Biden. And they're uh, they're going to have an arraignment today. They're trying to arrest Donald Trump, the former president of the United States of America, a former president of the United States of America, not for that, not for anything remotely, uh, you know, akin to what Joe Biden, it is now being alleged, uh, engaged in the kind of behavior, treasonous behavior he involved himself in, uh, allegedly while vice president. Uh, they're, they're arraigning him on indictments, federal indictments for documents the FBI knew he had. And he told them he had. He showed them to them. This, this is all verified. This is not me pulling this stuff out of my butt. This is a matter of record. What should I do with these documents? Mr. President, put a lock on that door. Okay, well, you guys have access to this anytime you want. My people know it. Trump's surrounded by lawyers. In other words, it's not likely Donald Trump did anything illegal at all. 
uh, and yet Joe Biden, uh, we have mountains of evidence, kind of like with Hillary, Hillary Clinton, mountains of evidence uh, and allegations that he is corrupt as the day is long. He is a compromised president, which is an inherent threat to our national security. And baby, I'm just cynical enough at this point. You know what? Ain't nothing going to happen to him. Uh, who else? Are we uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Andy Ogles uh, out of Tennessee uh, has uh, writ- uh, drawn up impeachment letters against Joe Biden for what I'm talking about, and also Kamala Harris for uh, the border uh, crisis. And you know what? Again, nothing's going to happen. It's, it's, nothing's going to happen. And despite the fact that you and I are watching all this stuff going on and we know how freaking bad it is, okay, Uh, despite the fact that you and I know the thing with Trump is really just a political hit job, they're trying to take him out one way or the other so his ass never gets back into the Oval Office ever, which is deeply hypocritical compared to what we are learning about Joe Biden's activities uh, when he was vice president. And you know what? Increasingly, I I have come to understand just how many stupid people there are in this country. And by stupid people, I mean stupid people who either don't care, don't follow, don't know, aren't interested, are not concerned, and get their worldview from uh, some TikTok idiot with his boobs hanging out. Notice I said his. Or they're true believing morons who actually have been convinced uh, that Donald Trump is somehow a phobic racist uh, and is a threat. Uh, You know, like DeSantis, he's the grand dragon. He's this and that. And he orange man bad. Orange man bad, as David Van Camp says every day. And uh, they want his ass in a cage and they're celebrating. And they don't even know why. In either event, okay, we have a buttload of morons in this country, and I don't know how you get around the stupid. We'd like to, you and I would like to think that m- more people are hip to this stuff than I think actually are, and I am in a very uh, wonderfully cynical moment in my life. Uh, and maybe it's selfish of me, but I know that at my age, at this chapter of my existence. I'm not going to have to live in this stinking world that you're creating. And by you, I mean the morons. I don't have to live in it. I'm pushing 60. This is the country you're going to have to live in. And you're either going to save it or you're not. You're either going to let this crap happen and support this stuff happening, and you're going to watch the the destruction of this country and not give a crap until it comes to roost on your shoulders. And suddenly your life sucks and you have no rights. And by that point, it'll be far too late. So good luck with that. I'm just saying there are many more stupid people than you realize. <laughs> there really, really are. People ask me, what do we do? What do we do? I, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's above my pay grade as to what people should do in this situation because I don't believe this country's ever been in this situation. So I don't know. 210-599-5555, very briefly. Here's Kent. Kent, how you doing? Good morning, Sean. Hey, is this my buddy, Kent? Yeah, well, this is Kent from up here in Taylor. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, man, how you doing? I, I, well, I had one comment on the uh, on the on the Biden impeachment deal, and then I also had a question about the Democrat Party. Sure. 
On, on the Biden impeachment deal, I've said it to you before, tall tree, short rope. That's all that needs to be said on that deal. Uh, <laughs> I, I concur. <laughs> and then on the, I thought the Democrat Party was supposed to look out for the downtrodden in this country. No. I thought they were the party for the people and all this, that, and the other. But my question is, with all these trans freaks running around out here, who is taking up for the bearded lady at the carnival? I don't have to pay to go see her show anymore. All I have to go to do is Texas Beer Company on 2nd Street here in Taylor, Texas. I can watch the freak show for free all day long. Well, no, no. Joe Scar- According to Joe Scarborough, you and I are the freaks. Okay, no, not some 19-year-old <laughs> TikToking idiot who has their own breasts removed. You and I are somehow the freaks. You know, I don't get it. Okay. I missed I miss the memo. I missed the memo. <laughs> All right, brother. I love you, man. We'll talk to you later. Love you. <laughs> Bye-bye. 19 minutes after 9. Uh, let's take a little break. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. It's 925. I'm Sean Hyde. It's no longer Monday on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. You know, it took the uh, meteor, uh, well, it took Fox News a few days to get around to this. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Fox News here coming up soon. Because they're just like babes lost in the wilderness, man. They just lost in the wilderness at, over there at Fox. But, you know, this became a national story yesterday, even though it happened a few days ago during the Pride Month celebrations at the, at the, at the White House. And this is what Kent was talking about when he called us a few minutes ago, and that you have a, you know, whatever the hell it was, Queer Fest, I don't know what they call it, a TikTok guy who goes by the name Rose Montoya. He's a dude. <laughs> He's a guy. He's a biological male who is trans. In, is this, he's, he's transgender. He's in transition. Okay, this happened on Saturday. Montoya is there with another, uh, uh, you know, tranny dude. No, no, I'm sorry. This was a biological female. And let's see. Uh, young Mr. Rose Montoya has breast implants because he's a dude. And uh, the female with him, the biological chick that's with him, uh, I, I, I guess has had her breasts removed, because that makes sense, her fully functioning, healthy breasts removed. And they're on the south lawn of the White House, doing TikTok videos, flashing their boobs. Well, one's flashing his boobs, the other one's flashing her scars. Trans rights are human rights. And, uh, you know, it's a little freaking embarrassing, man, when you're talking about the White House, the White House, the People's House, symbolically around the globe and for all of humanity, the symbol of uh, something great, of an idea, a magnificent idea. Uh, and, uh, you know, deserving of a certain amount of reverence given all the people who have died to protect that magnificent idea so that it may continue and be the shining beacon, shining, a shining beacon on the hill, as it were. And, uh, they're, they're taking booby selfies. They're, they're flashing their boobs like it's downtown New Orleans. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it's. I'm not. I'm. We were, Trey and I were talking about this on Where and Rima. We're not prudes, you know. I'm not a square, if 
but holy crap, man. And you know, I, here's what I believe, and I, I think I talked about this yesterday, and I got to take a break. And then we'll come back and go to the go to the phones. This stuff is not merely people being afraid that people other people don't think they're woke enough. It sure as hell has nothing to do with lifting up children and helping people uh, and supporting people who just want to live themselves, live their lives, live their truth. It has nothing to do with this. This is meant to provoke. Don't tell me they didn't know there was going to be booby shots on the front lawn there with these tranny idiots. It's provocative. It's provocation. They want a reaction. That's what's at play here. I want to get your thoughts on that when we get back. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. Wow, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Happy uh, Donald Trump's second arraignment day. This is the second one, right? He's indicted in Manhattan. There'll be more arraignments. There'll be more days like this one. But that's pretty much the story of the day, apart from Joe Biden being a corrupt sack of crap. Um, And Vivek Ramaswamy, James and I, uh, Don Morgan, were just watching Vivek on the Fox News there. And he's in Miami. He's wearing a truth hat, which is Trump's social media platform. Right. Couldn't operate the megaphone. He couldn't. The megaphone wasn't working. That's because the communists turned it off. They gave him a defective uh, horn. That's what uh, they get. They gave him a defective bullhorn. No. Bet it was made in Taiwan. No, he simply so, couldn't follow directions. Well, so. that's, there's that, too. He's a young guy. <laughs> Might not know how to operate a bullhorn. Yeah. But the money shot, sorry, was right there a few minutes ago, or about a, 60 seconds ago, right, James, where he said, yeah. I will pardon Donald Trump if I'm elected. It's the whole reason he's there is to make that statement. And he filed a Freedom of Information Act request. Oh, he did? Yes. That was the second one after that one. You have to wonder who else is going to show up in Miami today. Ramaswamy is impressing me. Uh, With each week, he gets better and better. He's a little hyper when it comes to his speaking. He talks too fast. Right. Well, but, he's, he's never going to be. He's not going to be. He's not going to make it. But he, he certainly could. You know, as things go, find himself in an administration down the way. Down he's, the way. He's moving up the ranks. Yeah, you know, it's impressive. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, Fox News. You know, I don't know if uh, this was heavily covered in the KTSA newsroom, but I have to admit something. I am ashamed as a professional commentator and a talk show host that I have to admit this. But my God. I watched baseball instead of the Gavin Newsom interview on Sean Hannity. Whoa. I, I don't know what they talked about. I, I read some highlights. They're just really wandering in the wilderness, aren't they, over there at Fox News? They they they, they just really have no rudder right now, man. Who, who gives a crap? My wife was like, are you going to watch the Gavin Newsom interview? I'm like, no. Who gives a crap, man? Who gives a crap what Gavin Newsom has to say about anything, man, except hair products? I don't give a crap. No one outside the state of California cares. You know? Well, you know, here's a guy who, who could potentially step up and make a run for it next year or in five years. You don't, you just don't know. Well, of course, you know, but, but he hasn't announced now. He hasn't, I mean, he's kind of running yeah. without running because he's yeah. a wuss, so he's just kind of running without running, you know? And I, my point is, as a programming decision, 
Because Hannity promoted the crap out of this. I mean, everybody was talking about this on Fox yesterday. And it was a big nothing burn. He's Gavin Newsom. He sucks as a, as a governor. Why do we care? The one takeaway, the only highlight that I saw, and then we'll go to the phones. I know i got a bunch of folks stacking up here. Uh, is uh, Hannity brought up the homelessness in California. I didn't even realize this, that California itself is home, if you will, to over 50% of all the homeless in this country. Mm-hmm. They're in California. Right. Predominantly in San Francisco, L.A. County. Yeah. And he's asked about it, and he lists off some gibberish about federal dollars, and you know we have uh, you know stuff in the path here. And one of the obstacles to helping the homeless in California is the locals don't want government housing in their neighbor. The, we get pushback from the people. In other words, you silly Californians, it's your fault because you hate homeless people. That I thought that was rich, man. That was some. That was the the definition of hubris right there. You know what a piece of crap that guy is. Well, you know, it's, I think it's just some counter programming on behalf of Fox because who was on CNN a couple of weeks ago? Was he Donald Trump showed? Oh, up Donald Trump, right, 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 right. So you know, and, and you know, talk about you know showing up in places we don't expect them to show up. Yeah. So I think Fox is just trying to either join in on that. Perhaps one up CNN or what have you, but it just you know it's counter programming. Maybe like, it worked, maybe it didn't. I'll give this to Gavin; he's good looking. I wonder what the conversation would have been like between Sean and his girlfriend. Now his <laughs> what's her name? The one that he's Ainsley. <laughs> you don't think he's cute, do you? I'm cuter than that Gavin Newsom guy. You say I'm cute, aren't I? I still look good for sixty years, sixty-five years of age, don't I? Don't I? He can put all the crap he wants to in his hair. Let not your heart be troubled. You love me. You don't. Well, he does look nice in his, you know, with his open collar and stuff. I'm just saying, I wonder if they had like a tiff, you know, because right. Hannity seems like a very insecure individual in a weird way. Could be. I still look good. I still look good, baby. That's why you're with me. All right. Um, <laughs> you made him a gangster from Chicago. <laughs> yes. Hey, why don't you come over here? Yeah, so what's up? Yeah, yeah. So I wear a t-shirt in the pool. So what? I want want Hannity to mess up his hair. I want Hannity to lean for him. Yeah, you know what? Hey, look at this, Gavin. I got your hair. Your hair's all messed up. It's because I'm Sean Hannity. All right? No, go get yourself a comb and be some... I mean, just... Noogie. I met Hannity once. He's really short. Noogie, 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 noogie. I met Hannity in Colorado, man. Right. He's a short dude. It would have been cool if he messed up Newsom's hair. I think it would have been and funny. Then, and then pulled back and set his hand on fire. <laughs> so you care about the environment, huh? Uh, Explain yeah. this. What about all this crap you got in your hair? You think Jesus <laughs> approves of all the crap you got in your hair? You can burn down the whole town with this crap in your hair. Oh, what Leonardo DiCaprio think? <laughs> Felix the cat, the wonderful, wonderful cat. There's a trip in the Wayback Machine. Felix, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right. I, I just heard you guys, and it should be short. You, uh, they were talking about the fake orgasm line and the Harry Met Sally. <laughs> and they, they, they said that was, was on and Rhyma. I, I have to reintroduce this topic now. Well, now you well, force anyway, my hand. Now i got to talk about fake orgasms. I was well, trying well, to class they, they, up this they, joint. But they said it was Billy Crystal's mom. It wasn't. It was Rob Reiner. Oh, I got it wrong. Oh, and, and when Harry met Sally during the Big O scene in the restaurant? Yeah, and they, they, said, they said it was Billy Crystal's mom. It was Rob Reiner's mom. Right. Well, my he, fault, Felix. He's crazy. a liberal piece of crap. He would have his mom on set when something filthy like that goes on. All right, man. Thanks for the call. 210-599-5555. 
I'll explain why we're why we're talking about fake orgasms when we get back after the after the break here. Let me tell you about my friends though uh, here at KTSA. We're doing Operation Interdependence once again. Going through July 4th, uh, one of the first things I did here at KTSA a dozen years ago when I got here was Operation Interdependence. You know I have a lot of respect for our troops, for our military folks uh, serving abroad. So this is how we collect a bunch of stuff for them every year. To send to them, not to rock their world in a sense, but just to let them know that we still care about you. We haven't forgotten about you. It's day stuff, daily stuff you need, chewing gum, playing cards, packs of crackers, snacks. Little reminders from home that, again, you're not forgotten. We're thinking about you. Uh, So if you'd like to donate some stuff, first off, go to the website. A list is there of all the things we're collecting this year for our troops. Plus, uh, know that all of our sponsors are drop-off locations for Operation uh, Interdependence. And there's a list of those sponsors on, uh, sponsors on the website as well. So visit the website and uh, do some good for our folks serving overseas. Hell, they even like letters. Send them a letter saying, hey, I'm, st- I'm thinking about you. That'll make their year. Go to the website, ktsa.com. Operation Interdependence uh, going on now through July 4th, as I mentioned. Brought to you by Kitchen Design by Giovanni. Uh, the Institute for Functional Health, Southwest Metal Roofing Systems, Airtron, Window World Specs, and River City Rock Tops. KTSA.com. The news, weather, traffic, and sports for your That's day. Always on News Talk 550 KTSA. All day, every day. And FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Let's take some calls here. Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean. How are you? Good to hear you, man. I haven't heard from you. I haven't heard from you in a while. There. Good to hear from you. Yeah, it's good to be back. I, I actually uh, changed careers. Oh wow! And I'm involved in uh, in sales now, so my hours have uh, changed a little bit. But oh. I was uh, I I follow uh, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy on yeah. on Twitter, and it's really something that Twitter is the number one news source. In not just the country, but the world now, it really says something about the uh, the 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 anti media that we have in this country that <laughs> used to be number one, but no longer. Uh, uh, and I asked him; uh, uh, it took a few took a few tries, but I kept asking him what his stand on the second was, and he uh, finally responded unapologi- unapologetically uh, uh, pro Second Amendment. So wow. that that's that's good for me, and we'll see where all that goes. But I was calling about the Trump thing. And the, 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 the one thing that stands out about the whole Trump thing is that clearly, very clearly, anybody who's following it with an unbiased look at it knows that he did not do anything right. maliciously or with evil intent or even uh, for self-benefit. Uh, right. Everything he did was for the benefit of the country and all of her people. And, and yet the, the, the Democrats, I call them Democrats <laughs> now, are continue to go after this, this good, good man who has done, I never followed him before. I never watched uh, The Apprentice. I didn't, I didn't you know, either. I, I, I thought he was a bit of a boob. I mean, honestly, I kind of discounted him because he, he had kind of dabbled in politics a couple of times. He talked a lot during the Obama years. And so I discounted him until I started really listening to what he was saying in 2015 and 2016. When when he came down that escalator and said the things he said, I was 
I said, if he, if this is real, I'm fully on board. Yeah, me too. And how yeah. anyone could have a problem with what he said and what he's tried <clears throat> to do and what he has revealed right. about the deep state. So I think his again, I've said it before. His biggest his biggest failure was being naive about just wow. how truly evil yeah. the the de- the Democrat Party is. The foothold to the one world government in this con- in this country. I agree. There's others. I got. I got I got Steve. I got to run. I'm up against the clock. But man, thanks for checking back with us. And uh, you're exactly right. And I agree with everything you're saying as usual, man. Thank you, brother. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take some more calls. Esteban, I'll try to get to you. I, I got to tell you why we're talking about fake orgasms here in a second. And it's actually a commentary on where the media are at this point. And in, in in a way, uh, certainly there is a bias and a political motivation for a lot of people, especially in cable news, uh, broadcast network news, but also, baby, they want your clicks. Fox News is no different. They want your clicks, man. Okay, this is a headline of a news story, and I saw this and I was prepping the gig uh, last night. Rachel Bilson has never faked an orgasm. Goes against her people-pleasing nature. <laughs> That's a freaking headline, man. Okay? Now, if you click on the story, and yes, I did, uh, uh, not that I know who Rachel Bilson is, because, James, I have no idea who she is. She's in some damn show called Heart of Dixie. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, she was on the OC also. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch that. And she's a podcaster. She's got a podcast. It's about the OC. Is it really? Yes. This is Orange County, right? That's the mm-hmm. OC. Yep, yep. Uh, her podcast is called Broad Ideas. And she uh, said on a po- recent podcast she's never faked an orgasm, which surprises her because she's a people pleaser. And she's shocked that she never felt the need to do that. Okay, it's I, I don't care whether she has or she has not ever faked an orgasm. Okay? It's, it's obviously never happened to me. But, uh, oh, you know. You know. You, you know. Does it matter? No, you know. See how you are. You sexist pig. <laughs> I know no one's ever done that to me. Anyway, I'm just saying there, it's a non-story. This is a non-story. There is no newsworthiness to this story whatsoever. And uh, there it is on Fox. It's a story by Janelle Ash. So in case it was keeping you up at night, Rachel Bilson has never faked an orgasm. Never. And she's a people pleaser, and uh, she is surprised by this. That's pretty much the entire story. No one's ever faked that with you either, Don Morgan, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. He's doing new stuff. <laughs> Never. Does it matter? Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Happy Donald Trump second arraignment day. Man, it's, it's, it's going to be a long, stinking day of, well, I, I said really good TV watching, but not really. <laughs> We're not going to see anything, I don't think. You know, what's the big question of the day in this freaking circus here? The big question of the day is whether or not Donald Trump says something. 
after it's over. We'll see. He was talking last night about it, how Joe Biden is the most corrupt president in the United States, the history of the United States. Hey, you know what? I know that, uh, that there are Democrats. I'm sorry. There are stupid people listening to this show every now and again. Democrat, liberal pukes love to listen to this show because they hate themselves. They secretly deal with a certain amount of self-loathing. And so they're, they're, they're masochists. They, they, they enjoy pain and suffering. And, and they listen to me because I inflict pain and suffering psychically upon them. And so they love listening to, to, to this show for some bizarre reason. So if you are an idiot, I'm sorry. If you're a Democrat and you're listening and you're taking in all the information that I am right now, I, how is Joe Biden not the most corrupt president in U.S. history. I mean, you, you know, right? He's if you do you still believe in Joe Biden? If you're a Democrat, do you, do you think he's a good president? Are you concerned in any way, shape, or form uh, about this stuff? Chuck Grassley was saying yesterday uh, that uh, that the guy, uh, the the FBI source, talking to this Barisma dude about paying Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. $5 million each to make a policy decision in regards to an investigation into Burisma inside Ukraine? I mean, if you're a Democrat, does that does that not bother you in any way, shape, or form? See, because I've been spending, I, I've spent a, a fair amount of time today talking about the morons, the, the moron crowd, as I call them. And here in, in, in this situation, uh, in a talk radio situation, okay, you and I pretty much think the same. And by you, I mean the general audience. You and I share a lot of commonality in our opinions and our worldview. I very often end up saying things that are reinforcing what you know and what you think. Okay? But one of the traps I think we could fall into is assuming that because you and I get all this stuff that a lot of people do, and I don't think they do. I mean, again, this is me being cynical. I, I think there's a lot more, there are many more stupid people at play here than we realize. I, I, I don't think uh, a lot of people or the majority of the people in this country, though they may be suffering the policies and the corrupt nature of this administration, uh, though they themselves, without knowing it, may uh, have their uh, constitutional rights up for grabs, who they themselves, without knowing it, may be already targets of the U.S. government. Maybe it hasn't come home to roost on their front yard yet or on their rooftop yet, but they, they're suffering this stuff as well. But you know what? They don't care. They don't care because Donald Trump is bad. And that's what they're told to think. And if you, think, if you think it's weird and freakish that a, a perfectly healthy human being would have their own breasts removed for no other reason other than they've been convinced there's somebody else trapped in their body, if you think that's weird, if you think there's only two biological genders, okay, you're the bad guy, the stupid swallow the stuff hook, line, and sinker, if they're even aware of it at all. Uh, I, I routinely encounter people out there in the world who have absolutely no idea any of this is going on. And I'm being honest. I'm not being a jerk. I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm not conflating anything. I mean, a lot, and I'm not just talking to young people. I mean, people across the age spectrum who have no clue 
about any of this stuff going on or being alleged of the Biden administration. All they know is they're supposed to hate Donald Trump, and Donald Trump's maybe going to jail, which is where he should be, Mr. Man, because he's evil, and he's a Nazi, and he's the Grand Dragon. No clue as to the reality of any of this stuff. So if you are a Democrat and you voted for Joe Biden, or at least you think you voted for Joe Biden, tell me how you're feeling good about stuff right now in regards to your guy. Tell me why or how you're feeling positive uh, about uh, the stuff that's going on in the country right now in regards to the people you support. I'd love to hear it. You know, maybe I'm the stupid guy. Maybe I'm the, the caveman here in the room. Maybe I'm the one not paying attention. Okay, maybe you can enlighten me. Maybe you can educate me. If they call up uh, James, let's get him on the air. Uh, maybe uh, I'm not seeing something that you are, and if that's true, I'd like to hear from you. And I won't be a jerk. I won't be snotty unless you you know get snotty with me. <laughs> but I I'd, I'd really like to know what it means to be a Democrat right now and, and how you're feeling. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's talk to Terry real quick. Terry, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Good morning. Hey, enjoy the show. Thank you. You and Trey talking about the people up there in D.C. The one with her breast removed. My wife uh, in nineteen ninety six had breast cancer, and she had a lumpectomy. And then in two thousand one, she had congestive heart failure, resulted in chemo. Two thousand had breast cancer again and had to have her breast removed. Mm. You know, I remember the psychological things that she went through just trying to be alive as a person and what our family went through trying to keep her uh, spirits up. And for these people to go out and do this, you know, they have no idea the pain that people suffer every day because people fight to keep their life. And they they think it's all fun and games to go do these things. And then for Biden to make the comment, I'm a retired military guy of 23 years. I'm sorry, Mr. President, or Mr. Mr. Uh, whatever you call yourself, but if that's the bravest person you've ever met, you've lived a very sheltered life. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. Terry, thank you so much for the call, brother. Thank you, sir. Uh, let's go to Mike. Mike, how are you doing? Okay, yeah. Yeah, how you doing, Sean? Good, uh, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I got. I, I gave Trey my new word for that loser in the White House this morning. Uh, pudding brain. <laughs> pudding brain. It's basically, yeah, you know, Trey, when I was a kid, I remember my grandfather used to call people empty-headed. Empty headed. That's, that's what Joe Biden is, is empty-headed. There's nothing <laughs> in that, guys. There's nothing upstairs right now. And for the Democrats, the, like I said, like uh, somebody said a couple of months ago, Steve, I mean, uh, Trey, for, for his wife, Jill Biden, to continue to put him out there and embarrass himself like that, that's elder abuse. You, I wouldn't do my grandfather like that. If my grandfather was in that condition, I would not force him out in the public to embarrass himself. Joe Biden doesn't know, like Trump said the other day when he was talking, he, he made a joke out 
Joe Biden doesn't even know where the hell he is right now. I'm just going to give you three examples of in the last six months this guy's done. A couple of months ago, he was on the podium. He turned around and get ready to walk off to shake an invisible man's hand. A couple of months ago, he was walking up the stairs of Air Force One and tripped up the stairs. Almost he broke fell his neck. up. And That's really hard to do, yeah, he man. Fell, he fell up. He fell up. And then just a couple of days, two weeks ago, at the U.S. Air Force Academy, uh, graduation ceremony, the guy fell flat on his face right in front of the military leaders of America. Right. And this is supposed to be the most powerful man in the world. Nah, like right. I said before, like like Trey said this morning, if Dre, if 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 Biden or his family had any kind of pride about themselves, they would they would resign this man from the position and hand it over to Kamala. And you know, like I said, she's a failure just like him. Right. But at least at least we know that she doesn't have dementia and she doesn't have a mental <laughs> disease at this point. Uh, Joe Biden needs if he has any kind of pride about. Right. Done, he'll go ahead and resign, just like Trey said. Michael, thank you for taking Mike, my call. This thanks morning. for my thanks for the call, man. I appreciate. it. Let's go one more. Esteban, how you doing? All right, man. Is it just me, or does Gavin Newsom remind you of the Joey Suzu ads from the late 1980s? I want tr- I want <laughs> buy anything from Gavin Newsom, let alone a used car. I mean, <laughs> I mean, sorry. Yeah, he's he's. He's uh he's a snake oil guy. That's that's pretty much what he is. He's a he's a smooth talking, good looking guy. He's perfect for California because that's the whole damn state. It's it's, it's style over substance, and that's Gavin Newsom. Uh, he's a hairstyle. Okay, he's a handful of hair. He's a, he's he's hair product. That's all he is. <laughs> you know, there's nothing else to that guy. And as far as stupid people goes, unfortunately, you're right. You know. Uh, I never got the COVID vaccine because I had the full thing before the vaccine was available for my age. I'm still waiting for people who harangue me to apologize. And you know what? That was basic science. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I finally told one family member since I'm the rebel conservative, I said, how can we call them experts when they're wrong so often? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's about I got to run, man. I don't know. It's perplexing. Well, you know, I had the vaccine. I got COVID in the hospital. <laughs> so that pretty much encapsulates my thoughts on the on the on the uh, on on the vaccine. But uh, point being, point being, um, what you are seeing going on right now with our government, with our country, is big history. We are living in very big historical times. Unfortunately, because most of it is negative. Uh, and bad and disastrous for this cup, uh, country. And I said it earlier, and, and I, I, I know this makes me sound like I don't care, and frankly, to a certain extent, I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm, the, the, the people who really need to be front and center on this battlefield for this country, frankly, are young people. Uh, because it's that this is the country they're going to have to live in for the rest of their lives, and they're our age. And I don't, I don't know that they're doing it. I don't know if they're capable of it. I hate to say that, but I don't know. Because I encounter a lot of young people who, again, and it, this is beyond just age, but I do meet a lot of young people who have no idea any of this stuff's going on. And they cater to young people. Remember the uh, the thing that we had go through town here, and then we'll take a break, uh, these propositions, these amendments that would... People characterized it as legalizing weed. I met a lot of young people in that moment who believed that that would have legalized pot in San Antonio, and so they were for it. They had no depth nor understanding of anything regarding 
those proposals. Okay, think of the entire country as that right now. Okay, there's a lot of people out there watching reality TV. There's a lot of people out there watching TikTok videos. There's a lot of people out there consuming crap loads of content and frankly, sometimes making millions of dollars on producing it. And they're freaking clueless. So that's how you end up with a tranny dude flashing his boobs on the White House lawn. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Because you know what? That tranny with his boobs out, his fake boobs, at some point, you know what? I, being either trans or Democrat or pro this or pro that, when this country becomes the banana republic that we suspect it already is, okay, don't think your positions on things now are going to protect you from an oppressive state because they won't. Someday you will be canceled. Someday you'll be in the crosshairs. You just can't see it now. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 23 minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Yes, it's your damn country, man. If you want to give it away, give it away, man. You're the ones who are going to have to live there, you young people. All right, I'm at that glorious chapter, that glorious, liberating juncture in life where, you know what, it really is all about my heating pad. You know, it just really is. I'm talking about going to the bathroom. You know, why is it us middle-aged people talk about going to the bathroom so much? I mean, Dom, I don't know if Dom, Dom Morgan's wife is a nurse, so they probably talk about this kind of thing all the time. James and I, right before he went on the air, were both members of the Diverticulitis Club. Yeah, buddy. And so we were talking about going to the bathroom. And I realized uh, that, you know, my wife and I talk a lot about going to the bathroom. Like half, it's a middle age. Half of our conversations are about what's for dinner. And the other half are about going to the bathroom. So it's what's for dinner and how are you going to react to it? And how is it resolved uh, biologically? This is the weirdest pillow talk I've ever heard. But it's true. We do, though. Oh, hey, (laughs) I just went to the bathroom. It was great. You know, and we have a little minor celebration. I mean, it it eats up a lot (laughs) of our time. A minor celebration. We talk about going to the bathroom all the time. I don't know why. You you each hold up a roll of Charmin and propose a toast. Is that what happens? Okay. You know, like, you know, we we just, we acknowledge it. Oh I'm just God. saying we, is this, this is, I think this is, don't tell me you and your wife don't talk about going to the bathroom. No. no you don't. We, we don't. No. You New England snob. You don't talk about going to the bathroom. I don't talk about that with anybody. I'm just kidding. Other than, hey, I'm so. on my way in there. I'm, do, you, do you need anything? <laughs> Well, at least he's considerate. Yeah, right. We talk about it all the time. I don't know why. It's just it's always a topic of conversation between my wife and I. How did things go? Oh, it's great. It was great, Mr. Todd. Oh, a fiesta. God bless you, baby. I love you. My turn. <laughs> What's for dinner? You know, I, I, oh I've become that middle-aged guy. And I'm on the, uh, and the, you're dragging- I'm on the other hill, uh, on the other side of the hill of 55. And it's what's for dinner, and I got to go to the bathroom. And then the discussion as to how that went. You people are laughing out there listening because you know I'm right. You know I'm, t- I'm speaking the truth, man. It may be an uncomfortable truth. You may not like the truth, but you're also 56, and you also spend a lot of time talking about the bathroom. Don't you? Don't you? It's, it's very important. What's for dinner? Huh? 
It's very important. Well, what's for dinner? That's the end of your day. For me, I, I'm losing weight, so I only have one major de- meal a day. My wife was, why do you always ask me what's for dinner? Because I'm interested. I want to know what's for dinner. I want us to discuss something interesting for dinner. Right. All you care about is eating and going to the bathroom. Going to Albano. She doesn't talk like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> My wife doesn't talk like that at all. But I'm just, it just seems to me like those are the two yeah. s- major subjects. That and how the Rangers are doing. Sure. How's the, what's on the Hallmark Channel tonight, you know? Yeah, see, there are just some things I, you know, I don't need to know. You don't need to know. You guys no. never talk about going you to know, the bathroom? No, not that. I never just ask, the two of you? I never ask to see her phone. They're just things that she can keep to herself. I, I choose not to share any of my information about that with anybody, so... I'm, it's it's an intimacy thing. It's it's you know it's her and I and talking about going to the bed. Oh, okay, so maybe I'm the freak. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe, maybe. Well, then if something's <laughs> wrong with you, then me, then light a match. Let me take let me take that back. Let me rewind that. No, I, I'm there just, is something wrong with you, God Almighty. I, I'm just it's just I just acknowledged yesterday that we talk about those two topics a lot. What's for dinner and how's the bathroom thing going for you? Right. Well, you know, I, perhaps after your, your health issues of the past couple of years, it's something you should be concerned about. Yes, I've been right. slightly rearranged in that particular yeah. region of my physicality. So, uh, did, did, did all of this come up after after the surgery? Is this, uh, is this something you guys discussed prior to your health issues? or this Yeah, is something... we talked a lot about going to the bathroom prior to that. Right. Just my medical yeah. condition made it more interesting. Oh. Made it more of an interesting conversation. Well, see, that, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> maybe I need to have a medical condition. Mine was after, sort. after my after, procedure. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's when my mom would call me and ask, "How are you going to the bathroom? Yep, Is it going yep, okay yes, for you? Yep. Do you need anything old. from Walgreens? Can I bring you anything from CVS to help you? I'm here for you, son. <laughs> you know, <It's> true. <laughs> <laughs> she buys me." 24 packs of toilet paper Rock at a time. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Dude, you'll be pooping past the apocalypse, man. You, you're man. never going to run out, man. Thanks, Angela. Rock on, Angela. We love you. Very... <laughs> <laughs> I never th- met I... you, but thanks for supplying your son, right. my intrepid producer, with uh, uh, miles of toilet paper. Right. We can't have him in here worried about small things like that that's right he needs to focus on his job but if he's sitting in there wondering oh man if he's sitting in there wondering right let's talk about your plumbing. i don't have a, i don't have a square to spare what am i going to do he can't do his who job who uses just one square too i've always wondered about the that. girls in the seinfeld episode <laughs> yeah i've never seen it but i oh, can only man. imagine Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's 1040. I'm Sean Hyde. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Um, let's do some pop culture stuff. We've had a lot of stuff happen. Uh, first off... You know, when I'm on the air on Fox 29, they have what's now what's now called the Sherry Show because Sherry is the host. Used to be Wendy Williams, and she freaked out, so she's not the host anymore. And I have this chick, and they've got several members of the cast of Flamin' Hot on today, including Eva Longoria, who directed the movie. 
And I don't, I don't know who the uh, actress in the green dress is, but I bet she's popular. Uh, you know, and, and I look, I haven't seen it yet. James, you said you watched it, right? Or you haven't seen it yet? No, it's on the list I, this week. I want to watch it, but there is some stuff going on out there about it not being true. It's the idea, and I know I talked about this yesterday, but it's kind of popping back into my head here looking at Fox 29 here. Um, it's the story allegedly of a guy who was a janitor at Frito-Lay. He's a Hispanic guy. Uh, and he, the idea is that he invented Flamin' Hots, the Cheetos that are really, really popular right now and made Frito-Lay a million dollars. And the idea is, well, even a guy sweeping up the floors at Frito-Lay can, you know, produce something that is wonderful and it's great for the Hispanic community and look what we did and all this stuff. We brought Mexican culture to the snack food aisle, you know, and, and blah, blah, blah. And But there's a lot of contention that it's not true. It never happened. And... Uh, because the guy wrote a book uh, several years ago that this movie is based on, and I guess several folks did internal investigations at Frito-Lay and found out that it had never happened. So I, I don't know what's true or what's not, but I hope it's true because it is kind of a really cool story. But if it's not true... Then it feels kind of weird all of a sudden. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 it you know, there was a John Houston used to do this with his movies. He did one movie, uh, the uh, uh, Legend of Judge Roy Bean, which starred um, uh, Paul Newman, and it was about the Hanging Judge. Judge Roy Bean was a guy, I think, in Texas that a lot of people knew was the Hanging Judge, and he was a guy that you know would you know string up varmints you know coming down the dusty trail but john houston started the movie with this i'm paraphrasing but this isn't exactly how it happened but it should have so that's i kind of get that concept right but if you're making the movie out to be this great story of this contribution by this hispanic guy and how great this is for hispanics doesn't it sort of matter if it's true or not? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. you know, yeah. Because if it turns out to absolutely not be true, yeah, then well, it feels kind of weird to me. Yeah, I mean, especially if they're marketing it as yeah. that. You know, if that's the way they're they're making the right. movie out to be, um, well, then it's, it's shame on them if that's the case. But if you know, if they admit it from the get go, look, we really don't know, right? But this is how we imagined it happened. Then I get it. You know? And then, you know, they could take all the liberties they want. Right. Um, but I don't know for sure. Because, like, Rocky and The Karate Kid were both very inspirational movies. Right. That didn't happen. They were completely, yeah. completely fictional. So I just, I kind of hope with this one, though, it's true. Because there is a lot of rhetoric around this movie on... It's great for the Hispanic culture, and look at the contributions and all that. And the Cholos. Don't leave out the Cholos. Okay. Because we know out of all of the movies ever made, the only one based on actual fact, Ghostbusters. Everything else, <laughs> Well, I, I said yesterday, you can't. Don't, don't think if you're watching A Bridge Too Far that you're watching great history, or if you're watching Lawrence of Arabia that you're watching actual history. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, right. <laughs> Actually, Forrest Gump is probably a little closer to the truth than than Lawrence of Arabia. But, you know, there's always some kind of nugget of truth that they dramatize from. 
And, you know, I, I just hope that this is more true than not true. Well, okay, take this for what it's worth. Two days ago on the Internet, it's estimated that Richard Montañez, the character that this is based right. on, his net worth is about $15 million. So some of it's got to be true. <laughs> well, he worked his way up in, into like a minority vice president right. consulting or something. Right. So he, the janitor got paid. And the, he, made, the he, boy, must, he certainly made money off the book, I'm thinking, if the, they made a yeah, movie out of it. The boy and his burrito or whatever the hell it's called. book's got a weird title, man, like <laughs> a boy, a cookie, and a burrito. Or yes, something like a that. boy, a burrito, and a cookie. Yeah. That's funny. It is funny. So, so he's doing well. I'm going to watch it this weekend. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very disappointed nine times out of ten with most of the movies I attempt to watch these days. Mm-hmm. But everybody's saying it's really good. Yeah, even you know, as long as it's good, even if it turns out in the right. end that it was a fabrication, you know, you were entertained for 120 minutes or so. Well, you know, if we have flaming Hots for dinner, you know, I end up in the bathroom for, you know, a long time. Oh, yeah. So I can't eat the flaming bur- flaming Hots ever since my operation, you know, because yeah. I got a condition. Right. Tony Shalhoub's in this? I didn't know that. And, I like uh, him. Oh, he's great. Dennis Haysbert? Uh, I don't know who that is. You recognize him. He's the brother uh, actor. He's done the commercial. He's done everything. I'd know him if I saw him, one of those yeah, guys. Yeah, I think he did Allstate or one of the commercials. Wow. But yeah, there's some names Yeah, he's in the here. Allstate guy. Well, and Pepe Serna's in it, too. Yes. We, we talk about a lot on this show. Orale, Pepe. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to watch it, you know, and then I'll, maybe I'll have a review on Monday. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. 210, but I ain't eating no flaming Hots because Trey can't. He needs to take some time off, and my ass can't go into the hospital right now. So yeah. I, I got to stay away from the flaming Hots, man. We don't, we don't need that. And I love my wife. I have way too much respect for my wife to eat flaming hots around her. Because yeah. you know what happens. Two one zero five. Personally, I'm holding out for the guy for the story about the guy who invented Pringles. <laughs> A significantly less interesting story. Yeah, exactly. And Whoa. probably not Mexican. Probably right, not. I'm that's thinking a, was, that's a honky right there. Yeah, he was working in a wood shop. What do I do with all the sawdust? Hey, yeah. I'm gonna make some chips it. out yeah. of it. Yeah, put them in a can. Yeah. <laughs> Try to pick up some dip, they shatter, but the fools will buy them. 210599. <laughs> you can't dip with Pringles. They shatter. 2105. That's a chip. bad chip, man. Useless. Useless. Two ones, it's a communist chip. Communists came up with Pringles. 210. That's why they all look the same. 210-599-5555. Find what you're looking for. Local news coverage, local traffic. It's all waiting here. Locally oriented, which I like. On News Talk 550 KTSA. Local radio that's important to me. And FM 1071. Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Final few moments of the show. Uh, again, it's uh, Trump gets arraigned again a day, uh, upwards of 37, 36 federal indictments for doing something with classified uh, documents that everybody knew he had, <laughs> that apparently he had declassified. I, you know, the, the stark contrast before the dog and pony show, the circus, that is this political hit job on Donald J. Trump. Uh, and what we are learning uh, Joe Biden and his skeezy-ass family are guilty of when he was the sitting vice president. Man, two different planets, man. Two different planets. And I said it's going to be a long, weird day of TV watching, and that's true because, you know what, we're probably not going to see anything. I I don't know if Trump's going to speak or not. We'll see. 
I, they're, on Fox, they are doing a poll. I saw this poll yesterday, and I can't remember who put it out. Uh, but this on the heels of the cyclist in one of these international cycling races uh, who's a dude and uh, won some kind of championship. Uh, uh, and and female, female athletes are coming out and screaming and yelling about it. Well, a new poll says that about 69% uh, of all Americans are, are, are against this business of dudes competing against women in, in women's sports. You know why? Because it's a weenie move, man. If if you can't compete, if you're a dude, and I, I, I know I speak in very basic, primitive terms, but I don't care. It's the easiest way to go about it. If you're a dude, and the only way you can win championships and scholarships is to compete unfairly against women, you're a DB. Do you know what those letters stand for? You're a DB. You're a douche. It's really what you are. You're a wussy. You're a wimp. I'm not a competitive guy. I'm not into sports. I watch a little bit of baseball. That's about it. Okay. Uh, But, you know, I can tell you that in my life, I probably had more than a few opportunities where had I cheated in some regard, I probably could have done a lot better. But you know what? Look at myself in the mirror. That just ain't going to happen. I ain't got many standards, so I'm kind of protective of the few that I do have. (laughs) If that makes sense. All right. And sorry, dude, if you got to cheat to get what you want in life, all right, you ain't got nothing. You ain't achieved nothing. All right. And and this thing where these dudes, these hairy ass dudes are out there uh, getting involved in female sp- women, the feminist movement. OK, fought many battles to achieve a re- the, the reality of female sports. Think about that. It was only we we celebrated this uh, anniversary uh, about a week ago. It was uh, just a little over a hundred years ago that women couldn't vote in this in this country, couldn't vote for president, couldn't vote at all. We thought they was that stupid. Okay, uh, that's patriarchy. That's your orthodoxy right there. That's your man based, your masculine orthodoxy. That was a little over a hundred years ago. I thought we'd made some advances, and we have because the feminist movement has fought those battles, those cultural and societal battles, uh, to uh, be where they are now. One of those victories was the creation of female female sports, but it's still a man's world, isn't it? You got these dudes that roll in there, and they're trans. You, do you think, let me ask you this, and I, we don't have time for you to respond really, but it's something to ponder. Do you think all of the people who are trans right now are actually freaking trans? Because you know what? I've known a few, I, I, this may sound shocking to you, but I've known a f- few old queens over the years. I've known a few people over the years who've been trans when trans wasn't cool. Or who were trans when trans wasn't cool, you know? And now it, it's trendy, it's cool, it's barbaric as hell. It's child abuse uh, when you're dealing with minors. But I think a lot of boring, messed up people are going trans because it either uh, absolves them of having to do anything about their own mental illness or their emotional problems by just becoming somebody else. And it's also cool. Courageous hell. My ass. There's nothing courageous about going trans now. 
It's actually probably one of the easiest things you can freaking do in our society at this point. And you get all kinds of bennies, right? You can use any locker room you want. You can see all kinds of naked women just stroll down to the YMCA in your, in your freaking leotard, in your yoga pants, okay? Uh, you know, Hollywood loves your ass. Everybody loves you. Your, your podcast will get all kinds of hits. Your TikTok videos will make you a million freaking dollars. And I'm not buying it that there are that many actual trans people in the world. I think it's a bunch of crap. And I think if you have to compete against women and you're a dude, okay, you're a wimp. You're a wussy. You've proved nothing other than you're a thief. How does that make you feel? Here's Sam. Sam, how you doing? Hey, real quick. Um, Okay, you got biological men competing against biological females uh, because they want to win scholarships and money and blah, 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 blah. How many biological women are there competing against men? Very few. (laughs) End of story. That tells you the whole story. Now, why are this is the philosophy according to Sam? You got to make it quick. Why are they pushing this? Why are they pushing this trans junk? Because every day we talk about that there's only one percent of them. But if they can increase the numbers, they can become. uh, I guess you could say, uh, you know. Revelant. I, I people and I, I I gotta go. I, a lot of people say it's about erasing women. I think it's more about erasing men. Women are collateral. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but think about it for a few minutes. Uh, I'm gonna roll on out of here. Uh, you can email me at sean at ktsa.com. I put up little stupid videos on the website ktsa.com and on the Facebook page. Check out o- Operation Interdependence on ktsa.com on Facebook. You can get my books on Sean Ryma's books and stuff. Spread the love, don't be a jerk. Thank you, Jimmy. Thanks to Elaine, uh, Don, and Trey. Spread the love, don't be a jerk. Bye. Are we at the White House? <laughs>